I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? <laughs> How has he been that successful in life? Not sure we are live, podcast. folks. Uh, intro and all. Uh, that, that's it's all happening in real time. That's not just a recording. It's, that's impressive work by by the youngster, Nushan. How you doing? Uh, betting's not going great right now. I don't know if, uh, if I think you, you were aware of this. Um, a, a lot of us have, are aware of this. It's, it seems like bizarro worlds. There's some, there's some pretty big mushes that are, they're having a decent start to, uh, <laughs> to the year. And then there's us folk that are usually all right at, uh, at betting MMA and we're just absolutely getting torched. So, uh, is this weekend going to be when it, uh, starts to turn? Uh, let's hope so because uh, it's been ugly. I, I certainly hope so. Uh, and there's there's a season for every mush in this MMA gambling game. Everybody has their day where they uh, they, they find that uh, the blind squirrel finds a nut. Uh, it just hasn't been our day recently. Wesley, how you doing? I mean, and then you got the dudes that's like the old man cheats Jimmy Hart, you know, our boy that makes the – the dumb videos that guy couldn't hit a bet mushing non-mush fucking snow dogs mushing like he couldn't he couldn't hit shit so yeah i feel i feel okay but yeah it's it's been rough man i but i was talking before the show though and i just my past like four years i've i've started down a two or three grand every year i don't know what it is early uh this year just uh you just gotta want it you don't want it enough at the end of the year because you made your money from last year. Don't talk so you about to... it. You gotta be. You gotta be, <laughs> be about, about it. it. That's Hold right. On. Let me get my bag of of eBay money. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's been good for the for the chalk chasers, man. And it's wild because I usually get, I usually do the best on MMA playing uh, small chalk and plus money parlays. That's how I I make my money and i've i don't think i've been chasing dogs i've just liked a lot of dogs and they just ain't they're not hitting man but that's that's it's 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 been chalk city like i i added up they're hitting at about 75 percent in in tout master that's pretty high um we're due and and i feel like the the big chalk when of course we try to find ways to bet them instead of just chalking it up they're not they're they're kind of doing what the odds say you know Bo yeah. Nickel, he fucking choked him out. That's yeah. that's what the it was like minus two hundred for a submission. Like that's I of that course, one I of the few bets I won. I, I, Round I one dart on. <laughs> I threw a dart on TKO. I was like, come on, man. I did too. Yeah. That's those are the type of bets that I make. You try to go contrarian, and that shit is just not hitting. Start. Yeah, I also had the under one and a half at like minus two seventy five in a parlay, and of course that's exactly what happened. But the other part of the. Like fucking loss and just that that's my shit. I I think the past few years, it's like three years now, favorites are hitting it over seventy percent on the year. I think it's like the past three years. Jeez. Um it, it's been crazy with favorites. They, they're starting to clue in the, a lot of these wide lines. I mean I know 
crazy shit does happen, and we, we have seen a couple of those so far this year, but I feel like generally the, the chalk is, is coming through, and, and they're pricing it that way, uh, unlike, you know, a while ago. But also, it, it'll even out by the end of the year. Yeah. Generally, the books get these things right, and... You know, if there's a 70% chance throughout the year that the favorite's going to win, that's where it's going to finish. And we haven't been hitting at that thus far so let's get in some 2023. Dogs. So what we're saying is chalk parlay, baby, all across the park. <laughs> this isn't Bellator. Yeah. This is not Bellator. Sacrifice there is a Bellator, too. And, and Hyper, Good Bellator. Uh, most people want a refund from Lance after those picks that he sends through. He sends... In the DMs, you don't want those. You want to send them back every time. Um, we're going to chat about last week's card. You know what? I have a confession to make. I bought it, and I enjoyed it, and I felt like I got my money's worth. And you don't get to say that about UFC all that often these days. So uh, UFC 285, obviously we know what was, what was up top. Uh, Fat John Jones. Big bone Johnny Jones <laughs> moving up to heavyweight, uh, taking on Cyril gone. And that, uh, yep. I'm, I'm a dumb guy. Um, right there's, there's a, there's a lot of dumb guys right out there. There's a lot. Yep. I mean, what Wes, you are, you knew what was going to happen here. So you yeah. go first. Well, I mean, let's just talk about the madness of that line, though, to where they were betting gone. Let's not to, talk about it too much, though. Yes, they were betting him to the very to the bell. Like John Jones got down, I believe uh, our boy, our our Hungarian friend uh, said it got down to like minus one thirty five somewhere right before the yeah, fight. Penny, that that's my me. to me that in hindsight, of course, that's a notch right below Floyd. That's a. It's not that. It's not I, that. Don't I, get me I wrong. I disagree because we knew what Floyd was bringing to this. To the, he he wasn't off for. I mean, man, I guess the, he was off for a bit. But man, like John Jones, three years coming in looking like. Uh, but it was just hype. It, like it was yeah. just some questions here and there, though. We knew skill wise, this was never going to be close. Especially, especially if John just grabbed this man, and what happened? John grabbed that man. And did about what he does. Um, look, I will. I will say, you know, the betting aside, um, the the revisionist people I've seen over the past couple of days of all these motherfuckers that pick gone for this reason or that reason, but not you. There's a bunch of them like, oh, this guy's a bum. He was. He, he, was might, always, he might. Honestly, he might be. It's just he, heavyweight is so shitty, and there's so little of grapplers. Look, I get. I get it. He might be, but you can't go. I'm picking God for this reason and that reason. And he could kick John in his little skinny legs, and John's fat and this and that. And then after he gets just completely obliterated, you can't go. Ah, oh, well, he's just a bum. Like I never no. thought that dude was going to beat John Jones anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to take a a little credit, you know, credit for for your pick there, right or wrong. But oh yeah. I mean, look, John looked like John looked on the scale and shit. And, like, he actually looked a little better than, like, those picks. He looked way better at, like, the weigh-in when he flexed and shit. When he flexed, you could actually, his abs tried to pop out a little bit under that fucking, (laughs) that shell. 
There was and like he, a ripple instead of yeah. like an ab. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's true. Like, you know, John's frame, he is built to be a 205er. He's a big 205er. You can't put on like muscle like ream on that kind of frame unless you're on the fucking gear, like yeah. straight up. You're not putting on weight on a frame like that. John did that. Um, I don't, that doesn't matter. None of these dudes are, are, are good enough to even fuck with a fat John Jones. Um, no. I mean, John then, Jones out wrestled Daniel Cormier, and then Cormier went up to heavyweight and out wrestled all these schmucks. Right. So, and then like the the last thing, like I'll just you know to touch on a little bit of legacy and like fuck, I hate to even talk like goat talk and shit. I, I'm saying I know I got some Canadians on on, on the uh, thing. Like, look, th- I don't think this did. I, I read something. I believe it was Josh Gross or somebody was like, you know, before this fight, if you thought John was the goat this didn't change your thinking. And if you didn't think John was the goat before this fight, this shouldn't have changed your thinking because it was got, look, I agree with a little bit of that. The man still went and beat the top dude that was there for the heavyweight championship of the world. That does matter. Something like that does matter for a legacy. All these other dudes get credit for these, these legacy fights and get like DC's beating up dudes and shit. Yeah. John, like I I'm, I'm a big GSP fan. You can't, you can't say a man is a goat when he got knocked out by somebody. You, I don't, you just can't. You can't give that to me. By Matt is Sarah, he, you mean? Is he a better all-around skilled fighter? I guess you could make that argument in some form or another. The greatest fighter that we've ever seen is John Jones. This fight didn't do anything to change my mind. For me, it did put a little it, bit on his legacy. So, uh, he's a two belt holder. He he he's a he's a he's a two weight champ. That means something. I don't care if who John Jones goes out there and does get knocked out next time out, or maybe the next time after, then he is no longer the GOAT. No, because GSP got knocked out in his prime, his absolute prime of his career. Yeah, and then he, he got destroyed anyway. And absolutely that's, that's destroyed all him after. That's it's fine. Not, like, that's, and that's, no, that's MMA, the, man. That's, that's, that's why I have GSP as my as the second greatest fighter ever. I think he is the second greatest fighter ever. You can't be the greatest fighter ever in your prime. You got And, and Luke Thomas did a, a little breakdown of it. I think he's dead on. It's who he got knocked out by. Matt yeah, Sarah was a bum at that point. He got knocked yeah. out by a bum. That matters. Like yeah. if John Jones goes out and gets knocked out by Francis Ngano, that's different than getting knocked out by Matt Sarah. Yeah. So those that you're we're splitting hairs here because I do think you could put those three guys, Anderson Silva, GSP, and John Jones are the greatest fighters that we've ever seen. And Canadians are going to have a biased opinion. Americans are going to have a little biased opinion. Brazilians are going to have a biased opinion. The most talented guy who, who beats, who beats both of those dudes in a fight anytime, anywhere. It's John Jones, man. Yeah, oh, no. I, I just think John Jones can still lose and still be the goat. That's that's, that would I agree with that. Case. I think, he, I think now with a heavyweight title, what you could say, this doesn't mean shit. It was gone and all the revisionist shit. When both we say the same thing, and we did say the same thing when GSP went up and beat Bisping instead of one people, of the guys who was actually the best middleweight. And people, I, people don't even talk about GSP really doing that now, which was that's part of his legacy that that mattered to me. Like I thought that was that was a big thing for his career. It didn't change how I felt about GSP though, one way or the other. Uh, John Jones is locked in to the greatest fighter of all time. Like they're the title defenses. I'll still say to the day I died, nobody had a better run in their prime than John Jones. The, the level of talent he would look at Anderson's run, the guys he was fighting. 
is laughable compared to what John Jones fought. Uh, GSP, eh, probably better than Anderson, but it's, nowhere, it's better than Anderson. Nowhere yes. near what what John what John fought in his in his run, his seven or eight fights in a row. That 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 matters for for his legacy to me. Uh, level of competition, how he beat those guys, and he's never been beat. He's never been beat. I don't want to hear the arguments about oh, well, fucking Gus. No, no. no, he didn't. No, Ray, Reyes did. Reyes didn't beat him. Brad's talked about it a number of times. That is people scoring fights when a dude that is a Big huge underdog. underdog does a little bit better than what they were supposed to do. Everybody wants to score the fight for him when they lost. John's undefeated. He's never been beaten. He's the greatest fighter of all time. And last thing, he's a piece of shit. Like I. <laughs> I like I I hate there you go. I respect the people that are like I'm not going to root for John Jones and I don't like John Jones. He hit a prey. That's all true. He is he's not a, He's not a good person. I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred more. When you watch guys fight in a cage for a living and it's your entertainment, <laughs> a lot of them are bad people. You have to take all of that that shit out of it. There we go. So it'd be said. Uh, uh, Sean, any additional thoughts on the uh, the main event? Uh, fucking gone. He is lucky he never had to fight fight fucking blades because then he would have got yeah. exposed. And it is fucking horrible that he did not shore up at all that takedown defense. He looked like an absolute rookie. Um, not just the takedown, but the work once he got yeah, taken just, down. Like, just, yeah, he had no the answers. Whole, the whole grappling game is. Yep. Yeah, that's that's bad. Um, should have known better. Same. Right there with you. Oh, well. and like, I don't know about you. I based my pick on just being like, yeah, I don't know that John Jones is going to wrestle. And that was just even like by the end of the show, you were already questioning where you were at in your head on that fight. (laughs) By the end of the show last week, you were like, I don't know. That's because I kept drinking and this, the truth started to come out. I couldn't uh, play my bit for the, the show. So be the contrarian. Let's blame it so on that. Do we get do we get him steep a next? Like that's the fight. Yeah, that, they're mm, obviously I guess. That, do that. that does absolutely nothing for nobody. Like no. absolutely nothing. Because no one gives a nobody. fuck about Steep A because Steep A never fights and holds out and bullshit. And like there is legitimate dudes that I am intrigued for John to fight in the heavyweight division now, which which is crazy, but like Spivak, uh uh, our our other boy, like there is some young bangers that should get shots at, at that bat. Whether you think they got a I shot mean, or not, Jones destroys Spivak. Of, of that, course, but there, there's guys. But um, the other the other dude that's fucking just Pavlich. Uh, Aspinall Pavlich. I mean Pavlich. Uh, I mean Blades at heavyweight. There's guys there that he should be fighting. That's younger. I know, but they're gonna shit. do money fight because they don't know how long until either Jones retires or royally fucks up again. So yeah, they're and I'm not gonna do. I'm not uh, saying they got something that does a little bit better than him versus Pavlich. I I think you could sell a Pavlich fight. I, I yeah, if he beats do. Blades, you can because that's what's gonna yeah. be next if he beats Blades. I think so. you could sell a Blades fight with John Jones. Those are just all unknowns. Like it, it, I mean, it. That, that will be next after the steep A fight. If we John know what happens, again. though, that's the bad thing. Now, like we know what happens with steep A, we know what's gonna happen there, man. Yeah, that's we know. Gonna fuck that old, old man, man up. Yeah, yeah that's sad. That one's not gonna be great. Um, rest of the card, we'll go through this relatively quickly. Let's uh, let's go bottom up um, and you know 
We can go uh, quick through a few. Is it, uh, let's see, main guard, four prelims. What's that? Uh, our dude, Brent in the chat. It's, it's got me, it's got me rolling. <laughs> we know. We know. We don't like to draw too much attention to it. You know, we're humble men, uh, handsome, humble men. Lightweight division, Loik. Radzibov, uh defeat unanimous decision, Esteban Rivovic. Um the the other Basharat, Farid, unanimous decision over Damon Blackshear, Tabitha Ricci submitted. She she broke the pasta in half. Uh it was too dry, too old, and just broke the arm in half. Happens sometimes. Were those just the early prelims or were there five early prelims? Uh, Samon Martinez and Gary Canon were left. Yeah, yeah, those also happened. And Ian Gary <laughs> is the fadiest of plants sprinkle, ever. Sprinkle that, them seeds. The problem is, like, they might give him shitty enough guys where he's going to squeak by at stupid inflated numbers until some, and then when he actually fights somebody good. The books are going to do better, and we yeah. won't get that good of a price. That's the, that's the worry <clears> with him. Uh, other than that, yeah, he's very hittable and not that good. And I hope he keeps getting that Conor McGregor push because that will help us at some point. can't believe I didn't hit the under on this. I just had it in a parlay. Man, like under I, two and a half. Yeah, I did. I did, too. I ended up having it. I, there, this early shit just broke me. Does even start the night. Like, I... I didn't trust Loki was an easy fucking small fave. Basharat, easy. I even fucking faded him on Blackshear at the number. Another small fave. Ricci, love sub plus 600. Passed on it because I just didn't want to fucking even touch that fight. So passed on that. Had the, had the fight doesn't go in the same in fight. He like just crushes Mana's fouling him, eye poking him, like all kinds of shit. The dirtiest. Still, still can't finish the fucking fight. Um, and then Gary had the under, uh, the under in the Gary fight, and that guy's gonna make us one one day. Like we're gonna get one. I'm fading that guy. I don't know. I, I mean, Song fucking dropped this guy. Had he just done? I'm fading this dude almost every time if he's a minus seven hundred fave. The dude can crack at all. Sean, anything else on those early ones? Nah, nothing really. Beauty. I lost a bunch of money. Actually, I didn't lose that much money because I just round-robined the, the first four dogs. Lost a unit on all of that shit. Um, that's not terrible. Uh, next up, the the Canadian. Canada's on a roll, baby. <laughs> Canada is back. Uh, that's Maybe we, uh, we summoned it with all of our GSP talk, but Barryu, uh buried Marquez in the second round. Rebus, unanimous decision over Vivi Arujao. Man, the the apart the the Dreykus Dupartide wins out. Man. Uh, sad that, one. No, that's another one in the ground right now. He's right. He's right. He's gonna bloom sooner because he's gonna get the push. Watch. Give him the Mamba. Malcoon, kill that man. <laughs> I mean. You get the prize. Yeah, that um I'm uh I, I'm kinda I was like kinda Lance with Marquez, man. Uh I, never again. Like that guy's a bum. He he is a real bum. You usually 
I give it to Burial though, man. Burial usually he'll fold up in those kind of fights, and he stayed in there and, and strapped. That was actually a good pick. I think both of y'all had Burial. Uh, I had my decision, so of course, oh, you know, was, was banking yeah. on Marquez not to gas himself out by throwing yeah. too many strikes in the first round, and then yeah, yeah, and, uh, I got on the over, so that one <sighs> turned out all right. Smart. Yeah, I had a little on uh, Arujal as well. Um, man, she cracked Rebus, I believe, in the first round though, and had her just absolutely chicken leg for a second. But Rebus went to her wrestling man, and that's that's. It's a pretty good performance. It was a good call on Sean. Got that one uh, too, I believe. Um, and then I flip flopped because I'm a fucking moron. I talked about it on the podcast and picked oh, her, and then no. flip flopped to fucking Aruja. <laughs> That's how my uh, 2023 MMA stuff. Oh right. man, that's go. <laughs> we're we're um, right yeah, and, and do do plessies, man. Like, come on, man. Like, we were in like cruising and. Something happened to Brunson at the end of the first round. He caught like a weird elbow upside the head or something at the end of the first round. I saw it too. He was stumbling. I go to, I was behind. I had no fucking power at the time. Like 30 hours, I had no power. So I'm like, I'm on a phone. I'm on my laptop trying to get a stream, watch the stream and shit. And it was a little bit behind. I caught it right at the end. Duplessis was still a, uh, he was plus money after the first round. And I saw, I knew it was done. Like Brunson was hurt at the end of the first round. Comes back out, didn't, sh- never shot a takedown in the second round. No. Dude looked drunk. He looked completely yeah. out of it. Um, we're going to get do du- Plessis, though. That guy's, he's not as good as everybody's like. I, he's just not they're, good. They're crowning him. They're crowning him. It's <laughs> another one where people's crowning him like, oh, he's, he's awesome because he's an idiot. And throws this dumbass ship that's going to get him in trouble. Brunson takes him down whenever he wants in the first round. Literally, dude's on his back immediately. That guy's going to get his ass whooped. We're going to cash, guarantee it. Duplessis, uh, his his cardio held up better than I expected. I thought with the grappling in the first and and some of the shit that that Brunson was landing that was going to fade away, and he was still there. And yeah, I don't know. Brunson in the second was uh, very. Very annoying, but like you said, I he did seem like he got caught, and it was just his cardio was gone, his just kind of everything was gone, and it was just only a matter of time. It happens. He is almost forty, so yeah, we we knew it was a possibility yeah. in this yeah, one. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, the prelim headliner. Fuck. Oh, we did have Munich game. crashes and burns. Uh, hard to win in uh, an inside bet when the guy doesn't throw a punch. Um, that, that one's tough. Uh, and, this, you know, we kind of said this, that he was probably going to lose a lot of this fight if he didn't knock Garbrandt out. Landing nine strikes through two fucking rounds was even a new low. Um and then, of course, when he starts throwing in the third, he fucking lands on him and and does some damage. And and then, of course, tries to grapple for some reason. Uh, we're obviously not betting on the the highest fight IQ fighter, that's for sure. But Garbrandt, to me, Garbrandt is still there for for somebody who's got decent takedown defense and some decent striking. You press forward, you can swing it out with him, and if you clip that chin, he's going to get rattled. And this this was a big step down for Garbrandt, and he still made it interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah, looked because... all right. Looked all right through two because the guy who's fighting did not throw a fucking single Anything. strike. <laughs> and then when he finally did, then it went poorly. And Garbrandt was still ready to go straight dumb shit. He's out there mm. dancing around trying to do his, his shit, and uh, all all fucking Jones had to do was actually throw punches. And he, yeah, that Didn't. that just you you get a step up like that and a name like that, and and that's what you do. Literally, don't even try to throw a punch. Like I'd probably cut that dude. I'd probably cut cutting, like you don't you don't want it, you don't want it. Yeah, I mean it, it's possible. Nobody's uh, coming out to watch Trevin Jones. So. <laughs> so. No, and he's he's lost a bunch in a row, hasn't he? Like well, I mean, you just five hundred fighter in his career, like, and they give you that kind of push, like you're getting a name. Whatever you think about Cody Garbrandt, he's a former champion. Like the, he yeah. has a name. Like here's a dude. A if name you guy. Finish him if you beat him. That means something. And he's got a fucking obliterated chin. Just swing, fucking swing <laughs> on him. What are you doing, kid? Like, whatever. Nope. Nope. Pay per view time. Kicked it off with the main event. Uh, no, no. I Lance would pretend it was the main event if he was here, but uh, Bo Nickel did uh, Bo Nickel kind of stuff, I guess. After kneeing the guy in the balls, I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't ever going to matter, but he definitely hit him in the pill. That was Allegedly a. That was a blatant. Mm, <laughs> that was a blatant nut shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, but still, uh, you, you just got to take him down really quickly after you give him a nut shot, and then you'll never you'll get away with it. That's that's they, that's high fight IQ. Like you can't play, like, dude. It's still a cage fight. Like have have, but I don't know. I don't guess a lot of people's been in fights and street fights and shit but like when you're scrapping somebody like you're not feeling nut shots trust I mean, me you, you have to get a nut like rupture to it to, you're not gonna like stop are you volunteering should we test this out are we getting scientific no i'm just podcast? saying like <laughs> i'm just saying i've i've been in plenty of fights to where you're getting a knee to the nuts all kind of shit these guys got cups and shit i'm like I just don't want to hear Pickett saying that's why he lost the fight. He's like trying to protest. He was going to lose regardless. Yeah, like come matter. on. Um, look, I that that's what Bo was there to do. Like he needed to do that. He did it. He performed on on, on the big stage. You can see the room for improvement. Like that that sub should have been finished way before that. He wasn't doing the right things on the mat. So there's there's what's scary is there's there's massive room for improvement to Bo Nickel. Um, I just, man, we should slow down that this isn't going to be a guy that gets slow road. I don't think though, like he's too good. They're already giving him like a, a halfway named guy. Like Pickett is a known fighter. He's a, uh, he's not some bum off the contender series. I'm not saying he's good, I'm, but he is. he's he got is. a, well, yeah, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got UFC fights and he's been on like main cards and shit already. That that's kind of more my point, but it's a bum from contender series. That's hung around in the UFC because those guys hang around in the UFC. Yeah. Now. That's, that's uh, the UFC. They're on, they're on eight and eight contracts and shit, yeah. you know, 12 and 12. Um, they'll probably but, give them a, a guy just outside the top 15 next. Well, what I, I mean, like, what I'm saying, not get crazy when, when come came into the UFC, he got, and John Phillips and Rice McKee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, okay. So Bo got fucking Pickett. He's probably going to get another sort of bum. But after yeah. that, man, like we're talking, like they gave cum shot Gilbert Burns, who about fucked his whole shit up. That was like 
three more fights later. Yeah, that was a, that was a bunch yeah. more. He fought Meerkat. He fought somebody else in there. Like he. Well, yeah, you're right. A yeah. Dudes. But like, I think that's kind of a fast track. Four or five fights and Bo Nichols yeah. fighting top ten guys. That's gonna happen though. He's gonna beat these next few bums, yeah, especially when he has like two professional, three professional. I just think we should slow down a little bit because you just, you never, I mean, look what happened to, to come shot when a guy's actually is a force and is hitting you in the face. Like Bo Nichols never been punched in his life. Like that dude's still never been punched in his life. None of these dudes have, have punched him. I just, I think the guy is incredible and he could be a title contender one day. I just think we should slow our roll till we see that guy in an actual fight with somebody. But James he's awesome. did hit him in the body once. Does that not tell you anything, Wes? Come on. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, Sean, thoughts? Additional? No, no, we're good. Uh, next up, fight of the night? No, I guess the uh, the co-main event actually was pretty good. And so was the fight mm. after this. Uh, lightweight division, Mateus Gamrot. Split decision against Jalen Turner. Um Sean, we'll start with you here. I I, I thought Jalen Turner looked all right considering the guy he was mm-hmm. was fighting. I, I kind of expected him if he if he didn't get him out of there early with with all the grappling that he was going to tire. He seemed pretty fresh even in the third. Like I, I know it kind of the pace kind of slowed down and and Gamrot wasn't really scrambling his ass off like he's used to uh, later in the fight, but. That's a pretty good performance in the, against a, a, a very tough matchup. So I, I still think there's Jalen Turner is going to be pretty damn good. Uh, Gamrot, it shit gets kind of sketchy when he can't uh, get implement real like his grappling game fully. Uh, it's, his striking's okay, but at, at the upper echelon, it it does get exposed a bit. But he he was able to get away with it here. Yeah. <clears throat> If Gamrot can hang around in five round fights instead of three round fights, he's going to be a whole lot better off. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of those fight night cards to fill right now because uh, I think he can keep going for 25, and not yeah. a lot of guys can hang with him for those last 10 minutes. Wes, yeah, yeah, Gamrot would be an absolute terror in a five round fight. Um, I was impressed by Jalen Turner though, like. He kind of shut a lot of Gamrot's game down. Gamrot wanted to get inside and get a hold of him. Shit, he couldn't do it. Like, uh, well, and 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 chunks of that that fight. Um, but yeah, Gamrot's a tank, man. That that guy keeps going. Um, just struggled with with the length and size of Turner, though. Like, that's a big dude at, at that weight class. Turner uses his 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 reach and his distance fairly well. Um, I was impressed by Turner, even even in a loss. I thought he lost the fight. I thought the split decision was kind of kind of stupid, but um, yeah, I'm plus impressed by Turner. And Gamrot's just gonna be a problem for a lot of guys, man. He's gonna put you in a a grind and a pace that like not everybody's Jalen Turner with that size. And Gamrot's yeah. gonna get a hold of you, and it's gonna be a problem. And he's like blown out the the lower level guys that he's fought in the UFC, and then. Struggled with guys and been competitive with guys who are really good. And I just think this fight tells us more that Turner is pretty damn good than Gamrot's uh, anything bad. Another guy, pretty good. Pretty, this was this pretty, was good stuff. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, the Shave Cat. Um, what to say about the Shave Cat? Sean, he's... Uh, 
the dude. Dude, he's he's becoming one of the best action fighters in the UFC. Uh, obviously, with that record, undefeated, all by finish, it's it's always going to be a fun time watching him fight. Uh, I know there's probably people that are uh, maybe more down on him because he, you know, he did have some hype by by getting nope. hit by by Jeff Neal. But I, I was very impressed. He, he showed mm-hmm. a great chin. Um, he can he can be in one of those type of fights with a, a heavy hitter like well, like Jeff Neal and and come through. Uh, there's there's a lot of guys out there that would not have. Uh, not have lasted that long as as Jeff Neal. I, I think the Shave Cat could have got a lot of other guys around this uh, around that ranking out of there. Um, he's he's going to be very good. He's he's got an all around great game, and yeah, sky's the limit. I hope he gets a, a big fight next. We'll say there's a lot of a lot of 170 pound guys that wouldn't. Have- been out there jeff neal was not a 170 pound guy That's by any stretch true. of the imagination <laughs> coming into that fight um yeah this is the type of fight i'm talking about when i talk about bo nickel this this, this this is all i need to see i would pick shave cat tomorrow over usman or leon edwards tomorrow oh making a statement i'm picking him over usman tomorrow that's the dude that is the He's guy that's the that's the future welterweight champion of the world. Period. That that guy is that dude. Um, firefight with Jeff Neal, loving every second of it, smiling. Lost his mouthpiece. Never in trouble. No, <laughs> lost his mouthpiece for most of the first round. I never said no. I was like fuck this, and just kept throwing down. Um, and then I mean the choke at the end, like everything, everything about that fight is everything I want to see out of a. Uh, out of an MMA fighter, that guy's the real shape cat will be the welterweight champion of the world. And hopefully before the end of the year, <laughs> probably that might be, pushing get, that might be need him to get that title. I don't shot. Know. That's the problem. I don't know. Be into the, the end of the year. The problem maybe? is he, he's just like, I don't know who's going to fight this guy. So unless they're forcing somebody to fight him, it's, it's going to be a tough one for anybody. Usman really. and, uh, Oh no, I guess they've, they're already uh, one and one. So, whoever Who? wins this kind of wins the Usman. We don't, and, we don't uh, need to worry about a, a a quadrilogy again. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's Shave Cat next. Well, I mean, if 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 Fat Boy would make weight, the the blockbuster like title eliminator is you know, Hellman, Fat Boy, fucking uh, Schmesh. Like I just I don't know if that guy's ever gonna Schmesh. make. Schmesh is he's, a, he's not coming back down to one seventy. I, I don't the, I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't think he is either, but that's man, you talk about a fight right there. I I'm Shave Cat. Shave Cat against be, Covington awesome. would be fun if they can make be, Covington take that fight, right? That'll that'll answer some questions about his takedown defense. If, if I don't know. Uh, I think his takedown defense is better than uh Covington's uh offense. you know twenty five minutes of taking Shave Cat's output. I just yeah. nobody's taking that, man. Nobody is taking that. No, he doesn't have to stop them all. He just, you know, if he gets you to the clinch, then you're in trouble. You're just eating shit to the body all day. It's Jeff, uh, Jeff Neal is a banger, man. Like that guy yeah. bangs. Probably he came he in. Luke yeah, then came, he came in, in like a weight class heavy. <laughs> came in a weight class heavy and is a banger. And Shave Cat just threw down with that motherfucker. Like how how can you not love that dude? Like come on, yep. man. Awesome. Uh, enough about him, though. 
moving on to the co-main event and what can i say it uh it happened i enjoyed it um (laughs) I lost my uh, my ten bucks on Grasso by decision, Ooh. Um, but that's all right. It was it was worth it, nonetheless. Uh, Shevchenko is gone. She's out of our lives forever. She's never if fighting only. again. If only it was that easy, Brad. I don't think it will be. Unfortunately, kick her out of the UFC. Kick her off the tour, Doug. Kick her off the tour. Come on. Yeah, she. Uh, that was a that was a Shevchenko choke job. Um, mm-hmm. She. She blew it. I know lots of people talked about which 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 spinning uh, kick was worse, the the Weidman or the Shevchenko. Uh, <laughs> there's there's definitely Weidman because that man got years taken off. His yes, life that is true. That yeah, Shevchenko just got her jaw smashed in, whereas uh, Weidman looked like the goddamn Polish flag out there when Grasso <laughs> took her arms off her. That uh, that could pose a tweet of that, <laughs> like. <laughs> That was a squeeze. Yep, that was. Um, Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it happening. I didn't think the grappling was going to be there for Grasso, and I don't know. I, I, I think this is going to be a tougher rematch than than when Nunez fought Pena. I don't think so. I I think they're going to rematch this. Shevchenko's going. She was cruising. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like she was. I mean. She was about it to be up. Was, I don't, was, she didn't well, get her back taken. She was going to be. She up didn't get her back probably. taken. It would. It would have been three one. But I will four. say you're right about Nunez because Nunez can knock yeah. somebody out and finish them, of course. So it's not good. But I think she will win like a fifty forty five decision when they rematch this. Like she was Grasso still cannot stop anybody's takedown. Shevchenko could take her down whenever she wanted, and like. Grasso had a little bit of success in the first round and people were losing their minds. They're like, oh my God, she's landed on like, dude, she landed like two or three good punches. She had a yeah, little I'm success. I'm not even sure if she won that round, to be honest. I, I didn't score it for her. I know most the people did. did. Um, I think I did, like live, but I was drunk. So like, but like <laughs> what does that matter? After that first round, and like Shevchenko took a couple punches, like, you know, fuck this, and started just right. And then does the dumbest shit, like always. Yeah. Fighters get complacent and like, oh, I'm cruising and do dumb shit. That's a 50-45 decision for Shevchenko on the rematch. And nobody's going to want to see it. Nobody's going to want to watch her fight again. Didn't the line already get super tight? So, Yeah, I think she's like minus 250 or something was the opener. Minus 230, something like that. I think it came down from minus 182 now. That's dumb. That's, That's a banger bet. That's a fucking banger bet. What are people doing? Why are people so like? What's the decision prop? Yeah, <laughs> somebody said it uh, the couple of days. Like MMA, the the sport of MMA has has the biggest "What have you done for me lately?" Fucking fans. Literally, yep. what they saw the last night they watched it is all that matters. That's it. It's crazy. Speaking of all that matters, that card's in the book. The next one is all that matters for us to make some some money, maybe. I don't know, if we want to try something new. That's pushing. Uh, but we got to make say, money, you know? Yeah, we, we got the uh, a big main event. Petey Yan against the Georgian Snooze Machine. This is a clash of the titans. The I, I mean, Yan isn't actually boring. It's just, you know, the name is there. <laughs> The but machine is... just 
you know, just wrap some pillows on the end of these dudes' fists and, uh, and let them go to town. Just just have a little little tussle. Um, a couple of, you know, men of my stature, a couple of little uh, <laughs> Russian hobbits <laughs> around in the cage. It's, uh, it should be a fun time. Um, but we're going to kick it off. Uh-oh, Sean, I know you're going to get pissed off at me like right away because the uh, the order is going to be off. Because mm-hmm. um, the first fight on Tapology is number two, so it's already fucked up. Mm. Um, let's go. Let's uh, let's see what the right. Oh, no, we're order good. Is That's there. because that is because the Abubakar Nurmagomedov fight got canceled this morning. Oh man, are you kidding I me? No, bummer. I was, Jeez, oh. that was the banger to start the night out. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're starting it off in the flyweight division. And this one could be a banger, honestly. Uh, Tyson Nam always ready to throw down as a as a tiny man, taking on Bruno Silva. And I don't know, Bruno Silva don't really have the the greatest opinion of him, but he's just kind of there. He's been around in a lot of fights. Sean, what do you got here? Tyson Nam is usually always in in fun fights, so this is actually going to be a, a good start to the card for, mm-hmm. for once in in a little bit. Um, the dude obviously has has big power, especially at this weight class. Um, he touches you, usually you get hurt, and uh, I think his his takedown defense it's it's going to get tested a bit in this fight. I think it will hopefully uh, hold true, and and if this is on the feet, then this is a, this is going to be a close fight, and and I give the the edge to to oh Nam so. I'll uh, I'll take him. I haven't bet him yet, but it's you know plus one seventy at this point. It's creeping. It's creeping. Wesley. Yeah, I mean, over at oh, uh, Dave Mason opening book. Looked like he they opened him at minus one fifty, which is one of those funny openers uh, at Bet Online. I know these kind of proud of his openers nowadays but some of them are kind of off and it i don't know it kind of kind of moved and it now we're smashed <laughs> now yeah the other way so i appreciate it like i'm i'm same way here i, I like I like oh tyson tyson vietnam here um yeah i just think uh in this spot uh i know bruno silva's got like he finished jp buys on the feet but like, come on, like a dude gets finished by a swift win. I think Bruno Silva needs this to the mat to have success in this fight. I think Tyson Nam's takedown defense is fairly good, but Tyson Nam hits like a truck for these size dudes. And I think that's his main takedown defense. When Bruno Silva is trying to wade in and, and get a hold of him, um, he's going to catch some of those punches and, I think Tyson Nam can get Bruno Silva out of there eventually. Um, I'm kind of surprised at this line. Um, it's two lower weight guys, not highest level. Um, there's a lot of variance here, but this might be one of my favorite spots on the card, crazily enough, uh, at the price. I like Tyson Nam a lot, plus 170. It's kind of crazy to me, and I think you got to look at KO or inside the distance as well. Yeah, I like uh, like Tyson Nam here. I've bet him several times in the past. Doesn't always come through for you, but oh, when he loses, it's to pretty damn good guys. Like Tyson Nam's losses are 
Sergio Pettis, good old Steve France, and uh, and Danger Schnell in a, a pretty tight fight that uh, was kind of surprising to all of us the the way that went down with Schnell not getting blasted on the feet for once, uh, and Bruno Silva's beat just bums. Like he hasn't beaten anybody good in in the UFC. He's been competitive with guys that we think are kind of good, uh, but we don't really know. It's just we've seen a lot more from Tyson Nam. He's still consistent, even though he's old as dirt for a, a flyweight. And uh, I'll take the shot. I think this is also probably one of those spots where you can look at the finish only line. His name is super durable, and if he wins, it's most likely going to be by finish. Uh, I just don't think a, a book has that open yet, but I'd like that at, like, I don't know, plus 40, just as much as I like the money line at uh, plus 170. So Tyson Nam, is that? Is, are, we, are we kicking it off? Yes, that is. Consensus to start the card? There you go. Bang, We're getting bang. it out of the way, one way or another. <laughs> Guaranteed yeah. winner to start the card. This is this is the turning point. We're circling the wagons right here. Bantamweight division. Tony Gravely taking on Victor Henry. Uh, good scrap, John. I I fell into the Victor Henry hype after that that Barcelos uh, fight and. Obviously, he just kind of got old manned uh, against the Sunsau. That was a very surprising result. The odds said that as well. Uh, Sunsau was able to get him down and, and get some ground control. Tony Gravely, Gravely is going to need to get uh, Victor Henry on the ground. I think he can do it. Uh, hopefully, his his grinding style and you know if he doesn't get the takedowns, at least grind on the the fence and and wear Henry out. So. When it isn't a striking, he isn't at such a disadvantage. Um, I think Tony Grayley's got a decent shot at, at, at wrestling his way to to a win here. Um, maybe I'm swinging too far back after I got too high on, on Henry. Now I'm too low on him. But uh, in this stylistic matchup, as long as Gravely doesn't get killed early, I, I think he can implement the, the grappling and, and wear Henry out and, and get a decision. So I uh, I took Gravely at plus one twenty five uh, cool bet for a unit. Wesley, yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same same track here as well. Just you know talking talking about you know start of the show about all these dogs that are that are losing and I'm uh I'm I'm firing once again here. Um, yeah, I think. I think that was a, a good win for for Henry against against Barcelos, but I also kind of think that was the peak of of what you're going to get out of, of Victor Henry and uh, Sean touched on it. I think the way a Sun Sal fought him is exactly what Gravely can do here. Uh, Gravely loses to a lot of guys that can put a pace on him and get in his face and throw a lot of punches. Um, I think his wrestling can counteract that with Henry. I'm just not sure Henry can put that that kind of that kind of pace and and um, that amount of volume on on Gravely to win a fight here. So at, at at plus money on Gravely, I think he can wrestle his way to a to a decision here. So it's another bet for me. I, I think I'm going Henry here. Not super confident in it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna wait because uh, the line is is moving towards Gravely, so uh, maybe Henry ends up plus money by the end of the week. 
I, I just think that Rafael Sansao has proven for like 15 years now that he's one of the toughest dudes out there to try and fight. And Victor Henry ran into a dude that is super tough to fight. And, you know, it wasn't a, a blowout by any means, but he, he certainly lost that fight. I think there's a lot more you can take from the Barcelos fight uh, as far as Gravely goes, because Asensio makes you not able to pull the trigger because of what he does on the feet. Gravely's not going to have that problem. Henry's going to be pulling the trigger. It's just a matter of if he can stop enough of the takedowns like he did against Barcelos to just pile up that pace. So I think that uh, Gravely can slow down a little bit and Henry can take over later in this fight and maybe take a decision. I don't think he's got huge stopping power, so I don't see him getting gravely out of there. But I'm going to take Henry. We'll wait and see if it ends up being a bet. Women's flyweight, uh, something called J.J. Aldrich, taking on Ariane Lipsky, who for some reason I always thought she was Polish, but she's Brazilian, I guess because she fought in KSW. I don't know. Sean, what, what's happening here? Do we care? Uh, probably not. Lipsky's horrible. Uh, Aldrich is the better striker. I think she's the better grappler. I think Aldrich is going to win, uh, whichever way it plays out. Uh, I know the number is pretty wide. I, I was able to catch kind of a slow moving book. I got, uh, Aldrich at minus 278. It's getting pretty, pretty wide out there now, but, uh, I put her in a, a one unit parlay. Wesley. Yeah, I like Aldrich here. Um, what wouldn't I, I think Lipsky's so bad? Like I don't hate Aldridge even as a as a parlay piece at Sean's price, but not at not at this price. It's getting up to like minus four hundred in spots. You just can't do that. I actually looked at Aldridge inside the distance is like plus two fifty. Um, Lipsky's really really bad, and when she gets beat, she usually gets stopped. I know Aldridge doesn't have uh, a bunch of finishes, but she's got a couple against people that she dominated on. I would not be surprised if Aldridge finishes Lipsky here and plus two fifty. Uh, I might take a small step on that, but Aldridge is definitely the pick. Uh, next up in oh sorry, I'm picking Aldridge. Uh, next up in the bantamweight division, Mario Batista taking on King Guido. Guido, Godfather Guido, Grandfather Guido. This is. Uh, this is an old, old man. Sean, th- does he have uh, one more miracle left in him? As a I, I whatever. <laughs> I don't think so. Have we? I don't think we've ever seen a fighter uh, win two straight and be a minus. Well, the guy he's fighting is minus a thousand. That <laughs> is that is pretty wild to see. Uh, two two fight win streak and you're like plus six hundred against not somebody that's an elite elite talent that's uh that's crazy um i mean at this number like what are you, what are you gonna do with batista here like i i don't he's he should win obviously look at the line uh i'm not playing him i didn't really try to find a way for for to play it. sub it's, is even money <laughs> like so yeah subs <laughs> even money and i think what tko was like plus 200 like fuck that's that's a tough um Maybe, maybe Guido can just pull another rabbit and we get another like plus six, plus 700 uh, dog and tout master. We've had a couple of those so far this year. It's uh, It's been a little wild, but Batista should get this done and, and get this done fairly quick. 
Wesley. Yeah, I will say I, I I wish I would you know look like the old Guido here in another year when I turn forty three. I will <laughs> will say that, but um, Batista's gonna truck this dude. Like, but Batista's actually gotten has gotten very good. Like he's become a very good fighter. He's gonna truck Guido. Um, I think it's by sub. Um, I'm not laying even money on a on a fucking sub price. Um, I think Batista inside the distance, like minus three hundred or minus three fifty, something around there. I mean that that's that's probably safe if you want to parlay it. But I mean, would I be shocked if if Guido gets beat up for fifteen minutes? No, like I, I'm just I don't want anything to do with this. Uh, Batista's gonna truck this guy. I'm probably going to have like five bucks on Guido round one for the there culture. Because you got to plus 2000 at bet online. So it'll probably be like 2,500 somewhere. Um, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Um, the old man's going to do it again. <laughs> no, he's, he's going to be killed. <laughs> yeah. this, this is, uh, this is quite the interesting matchmaking. Uh, Batista's good, man. It's uh, maybe under, I, th- I think even the under one and a half is like minus 150, something like that. It's uh, it's not too pretty out there. So I don't know what I'm going to bet other than blow it, lighting five bucks on fire. Maybe I'll just <laughs> like record myself lighting five bucks on fire instead. We'll see. Watch it melt. Um, <laughs> we have plastic money here. That's right. Uh, I've got a fireplace. It's fine. It's all professionally done, contained. Middleweight division, uh, Cedrique's dumbass taking on Josh. You got a friend in me, Sean. I can I can <laughs> give old friend a a pass for the for the Anthony Hernandez loss. You do not get a pass for almost getting decapitated My by boy. Trey Sean Gore. <laughs> that uh, that is bad. Uh, I don't know how good dumbass is, but he's good enough for me to pick him. Wes, yeah, I, I, I at least got a good, a good fucking good meme tweet out of out of that. Said no, our boyfriend's gonna have to wear turtlenecks for the rest of his life. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> shit looked ugly, man. Uh, that was that was uh, that's frightening. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about oh dumbass, but same with Sean. Like this this you got a friend in me, dude, is just not good. Um, I'm going to pick, oh, dumbass here, but I just, I, I don't really have anything on this fight as far as a bet. I mean, if there are any lasting effects from uh, Frem's last fight, then it's oh, also done. won his Ooh. last fight by round one guillotine. Uh oh. Okay, I'm back. We, uh, You're good we, now. We missed the uh, we missed the first part of the of the good the good bet. The you gotta yeah. you gotta rewind it. And give yeah, it I mean that next still a little giraffey on uh, on Fremd, uh, and, uh, and and dumbass looks like he goes for the guillotines. I mean that was the only one that he's got on his record, but he at least <laughs> went for that one. So if you can do it to some guy in contender series, you can do it to a guy who got. Choke turned into a pretzel by Treshawn Gore. So I I think it's uh it's gotta be dumbass. Sub plus three twenty five. I don't know what uh quick sub will be, but 
Yeah, we'll we'll probably look in that direction because why the hell not? Um, now we get to oh no, there's some bad stuff after this, but this one's good. <laughs> Bantamweights, old man Bantamweights that are that are liking to throw down these days. Davy Grant taking on the man we just spoke about earlier, Rafael Sunsau. It's uh, it's a decent scrap, Sean. It is, and this might be something where I, I overrate a Sun Tzu's, uh last win. Um, I've made some money on, on Davy Grant in the past as well, but um, I think a Sun Tzu has the the edge in grappling when it's on the feet. It's it's a fairly close fight. So with with the Sun Tzu being, I got him at like plus one thirty five for a unit. I I, I think it's going to be a close fight, and I see slight edges for for a Sun Tzu. Um Grant obviously has the power, but uh, a Sun Tzu can is still he's still good at that old age, but you never know when it's gonna fall off. Um, but that was a very good performance uh, last time out, so I, I, I'm banking on him keeping it rolling. Wesley, yeah, I think think Brad hit on it when we was talking about the last fight. It's just the Sun Tzu is a tough dude to fight, even still now, and I think I think Davy Grant's gonna have a tough time fighting. Uh, Rafael Sunsau in this fight. Um, I think on the mat, this isn't like close. I think a Sunsau is can can get takedowns, can get top game here, and just and, and row how he wants on on the feet. I think it's close. I just you know, Davy Grant's got got that power. You you definitely gotta you gotta worry about. Um, but man, I just man a Sunsau at plus money against thirty seven year old Davy Grant looking the way he's looked. I mean, even in the win over Smoka, like Smoka hasn't looked great. Like he was performing against Davy Grant, like until he wasn't. So, uh, how are you passing out a Suns out here at dog money? So I gotta take that. It's another dog I like on this card. So I don't know why this one didn't come up in the chat because I like a Suns out too. Um, I, as I said earlier, he's super tough to fight. Every guy that like looks, I don't know. Uh, like a, a seven against some other guys. If he fights the Sun Sao, he's going to look like a four. It's just the way the dude fights. Uh, and Davy Grant's been competitive against guys that will just sort of bang with him. Um, like your, your Yanez's and your Vera's and guys who have no defense. Um, but that's not what a Sun Sao is going to do. A Sun Sao is going to circle. He's going to pick his spots. Even at his age, it's not like, Davy Grant's young. Uh, I, I think a Sunset is probably actually going to be the faster dude here, and mix in a takedown or two. Uh, I I think he gets it done. So I like a Sunset. What's the uh, what's the decision price on on old Haffy? It uh, is yeah, plus two twenty is the best out there. That's not yeah, great. Uh, just just money line. Yeah, we're we're going to Sunset. How did we not uh, How did we not talk about this one? I think because Lance was not on board, I think. So then yeah. we didn't talk about it. But I don't know. I Lance. doubt Lance is going to like Tyson Nam either. So I guess it don't matter. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, we are moving on up to apparently heavyweights. Uh, there's Lucas Gobrski. Uh, that was bad. <clears throat> more, uh, more, more liquid. Um, <laughs> taking on Carl Williams. Uh, I'll work on that while Sean breaks this one down. Uh, I don't have much to break this down. Uh, I guess I'll take the the heavyweight that's probably going to get the the other one down and be able to lay on for for long periods of time and probably not sh- throw that many punches. 
Uh, so I guess I'll take uh, Williams. I'm glad you clarified at the end because through that <laughs> breakdown, I had no idea which one of them you were talking about. Uh, Fair. Fair. Wes, is it, is it Bursky? Does it, does it go Bursky? <sighs> No, I mean one dude lost to Martin Boudet. The other dude, the other dude didn't. So I'm going to pick the dude that didn't. But this is going 15 minutes. So if I want to lose any money on this fight, it's going to be on the over. It's not a not a fatty, but it's two and a half. Um, if I play anything, it'd be that. But yeah, this is just total shit. Like what are what are we doing anymore? What what are we doing? This is Let's like wait. There's more. What are we doing? <laughs> So I, I remember this uh, this Williams fella from the Contender Series because the dude that he fought was like a Penn State All American in college. Everyone's like, "Oh man, this this Jimmy Lawson fella, he's he's the next thing." Um, and then he comes out and gets out wrestled by some dude that played basketball at like Tapioca Pudding State or something. <laughs> Like, uh, so yeah, um, and then the other guy lost to to Martin Bidet. So I, I think I'll go Williams. Uh, I'm, I have no real interest in in betting this one. Uh, maybe we'll hop on the the super fatties, but I don't love those to be honest. No, they're not the same. No. Main card, Vitor Petrino. This man looks like a discount is- Vitor Belfort. This is Bobby Petrino's love child. <laughs> what? They have it with the chick he wrecked on the motorcycle with? <laughs> was she it wasn't Brazilian? an accident, Wes. It wasn't an accident. I thought she was some white chick. Is she Brazilian? Maybe. This, uh, he's uh, an impressive looking fella. Now the other guy looks like he's got a promo pig for his OnlyFans account. Like I, I love when this guy comes up because it's the pleasure every, man. Every time I see his technology man, like that dude's busting one. He is absolutely busting one right now. Hey, the the pleasure man can stay in the UFC for as long as he wants. He got sacrificed at the altar to the of jail, the jail man. man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he he earned his spot here. He earned it. The uh, the hard way, hard style. Well, he's, he's pleasuring in this pig. That's no fucking. Ooh, that is no doubt. That, that kissy face, man. That's that takes balls to to have that as your sure dog photo. I'm not looking at sure dog. He's looking I'm, at the topology. I'm one. looking at the tap- better one. On <laughs> no, topology? you you gotta go to the topology pig. He's literally busting one in his topology. Oh, yeah. oh. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This man is interesting. I, I'm picking him. I mean, to to have the confidence to be busting one in your tapology <laughs> page, photo, and then in your sure dog, it's like a, a model shot. You you, you, you must be decent. He'll, he'll probably lay on this other guy for a bit and and grind on him, and it's it's going to be a sexy time. Is it uh, is it Brazilian Petrino, Wes, for you? Yeah, actually, I, I gotta, I gotta go with the Brazilian Petrino. Um, I mean, he's one of the the few dudes that actually got a finish on the Contender Series and is getting a, a fight this time. Looked okay. I, I think last season it was just mostly trash uh, that we saw on that, but I guess he looked okay. Um, 
I just I don't know here, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Petrino's love child, but there's just no bet for me here. Yeah, he uh, he beat that guy for the second time. If I was listening correctly back when back when we watched that, uh, and it seemed a little more difficult this time than, than the first time, which probably wasn't bad because uh, the uh, the other guy whose nickname is Tractor, like 700 other Brazilian fighters, <laughs> uh, was shockingly trying to take him to the grounds. Uh, never, you... never seen a Brazilian nickname Tractor try and do that before. Like, are you? Are you a welterweight or above in Brazilian? Your nickname's Tractor. Tractor. <laughs> Did you spend literally any time it's on a farm? On farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude's a Tractor right there. Um, I guess they farm differently in Brazil. Just put a yoke on those guys' back, and they just walk through the, the fields like a mule. Um, <laughs> anyway, I uh, kind of impressed by, by Vitor on Contender Series. I, I think that the pleasure man's going to struggle to get him down and somebody's going to be uh busting one after this fight, but I, I don't think it's going to be like the topology pick would have you think uh, we'll, we'll go with Vitor in this one. Bantamweight division, Jonathan Martinez going on a run again. Has he tricked enough people into thinking that this time he's the dude as he takes on uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov, little little Saeed bet here, Sean. Do you have a little Saeed bet? I definitely have a Saeed bet. I I've been able to cash in on on uh, our our buddy's little run here, but yeah, I'm I'm cashing him out. I think Nurmagomedov is just a better striker. I think he's a better grappler. I think Martinez is is gonna get kind of exposed once he gets. He's finally fought like a he's fighting a real fighter and and not a an old guy. Um, so I know Nurmagomedov didn't look great early on against the the Cockrammer, but um, I think Cockramanov is is very good at, at what he does. So uh, that's not going to be the case. This is going to be a striking fight, and and it's I think Nurmagomedov is is the better striker. So I put him in a one unit parlay. Wesley. Yeah, I've um, I've I've made pretty good on our on our boy uh, Martinez the the past uh, the past year and a half or so as well. But like, who 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 is this? Who's this guy fighting, man? And like, people are are really sold um, that he's. I mean, he's taking a step, but a step up to the Osaids level, like. Give me the. I would bet. I would probably bet no cockman against Jonathan Martinez tomorrow. Like that Always. dude's. That Always. dude's legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't see it here, man. I, I'm. I'm gonna be big on Saeed here. Um, I've already worked him in, in parlays with basketball and just other shit. But, um, I think you're getting a fucking price here that's just kind of crazy to me, man. I think people are just way overvaluing Jonathan Martinez in this fight, maybe under value say uh, Saeed a little bit off the last performance, but I think that was just fighting a guy that's legit. I think the Hocock Ramoff is fucking legit as well. So I love Saeed in this fight, way better guy on the feet, way faster hands, uh, better on the mat. I just, I don't get it. Maybe I'm completely wrong here. I've been wrong a lot this year, but I love Saeed in this fight. 
Yeah, the the two times we've really seen Saeed struggle in the UFC are when guys can take him down and have a little bit of time controlling him. And they're also pretty fucking good fighters in Kokramanov and Barcelos. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, the the Andrade uh, fight was competitive too, but that dude's a super gremlin, so that that doesn't even count. Um, that's uh, that is a a statue to magma right there. Uh, <laughs> Douglas Silva Dion drugs. It's my dude. Um, yeah. Martinez isn't going to take Magomedov down in, in this fight. Uh, this is going to be a striking match. And you've got a guy who got knocked out by Davy Grant uh, against a very talented striker. Uh, so Saeed bet for me too. Uh, he is the start of a two unit parlay. Exciting. Uh, featherweight division, Ricardo Hambush taking on Austin Lingo. Sean. Ramos is just a better guy here. Uh, I think he's going to be able to take down Lingo. Uh, I know, I know Kilburn struggled, uh, to take down <laughs> Lingo, but Ramos is not Jacob Kilburn. Um, Ramos is going to get top time. He, he possibly could get him out of there on the mat. Um, when it is on the feet, it's it's probably more competitive, but um, I just don't think it's going to be on the feet that long, and, and Ramos will uh, show the grappling difference in this fight. So uh, I put him in that Aldrich parlay for one unit. Uh, it comes out to minus 120. Wesley? Yeah, I don't I don't think Austin Lingo is very good. I, I know he's got a, a couple wins here, but he's going life and death with Kilburn and fucking Luis Saldana and shit. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? I think the only thing you got to worry about here is if Lingo just hangs around and Ramos has to do a lot of work and can't get him out of there, you got to worry about that gas tank a little bit. I think that's the only worry in this fight. Um I think Ramos is going to get takedowns and eventually find a sub. I like Ramos here. It'll be in a, a small parlay, and I wish the sub was a little bit higher. I think there's a plus 270 sitting out there. I wish it was a little bit higher. Probably play it. I, I might still grab a little bit of that. I think he's going to get Lingo down and eventually find a sub. Yeah, Ramos is uh, – we know he's got the talent. Doesn't always show it on, on fight night. Uh, sometimes the performances are a little bit of a, a mystery and he'll have success for like the first three minutes, like against, uh, Lerone Murphy. And then just be like, eh, you know what? I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really think that Lingo's the guy to, to do that though. He's got a little bit of power, but not much other than that. So unless he lands something huge on Hamosh, I think that, uh, the skills everywhere else, favor the Brazilian. So don't have it to bet in anything yet. Um, I would imagine that we're going to see this go to decision just because Lingo seems like he's tough to get out of there. Uh, so that's a little bit of a concern as Wes said. Uh, but I, I guess I'm picking how much by decision. I don't know. It's uh, kind of a strange one for me that I don't feel comfortable betting. Uh, Franklin Wade. Nope. The opposite of Franklin Wade. Yeah. What what's the uh, what's geez, what would Almost this be? Cruiserweight is what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> who who in MMA would be uh would be this? Uh, is that, who is that is a, a light heavyweight that missed a bunch of times? Is that thick willy weight? 
<laughs> there you go, Willie Wait. Yeah. Uh, we 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 got Willie Wait. You know, you need the extra ten pounds to uh, to accommodate um, Nikita Krylov taking on Ryan Span. The match so nice they booked it twice after it was supposed to be a main event. Uh, now it's third on a fight night card because every card's a banger and definitely worth watching, folks. Uh, Sean, what do we got here? Not too much. Uh, the first time this was matched up, I had Krylov in a parlay, but the the other leg lost. Surprise. Um, I'm just leaving this be. Um, this this fight likely ends early. Probably Krylov, but under one and a half is like minus 140. I just don't really want uh, to lay that juice. It it's probably probably comes through easy because either of these guys are, are getting guys out of there early. So, uh, But I'll just let it be. I'll pick uh, Krylov to get it done. Krylov was the one that was sick last time, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not he, had, okay. he had the shits. Got had the sports. Hey, you just got to go out there like Tim Sylvia, you gotta suck it up like and then let it out. All right, YOLO. You gotta. You just gotta yeah. do it. Use yeah. it to your advantage. Well, I, I, I didn't want to make the comparison to YOLO because these two guys that are fighting. I mean, you, you can't put them on that pedestal. But fair, fair. Tim, Tim Sylvia, slovenliness. Uh, that's that sounds about right for this fight, right? Right, Wes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is just there. There's just. I, I was on Krylov last time. The line was a little bit better. It, this just got so much weird shit surrounding it. Um, I might play the under again. I did bet the under one and a half last time as well. Um, these dudes just throw down, man. Somebody's getting fucked up and under round and a half. So I think the under line was even a little better last time, though, too. It's kind of juicy this time, so. Uh, but if I if I grab anything, it'll be the under. I, I'm just gonna stay away from a side now. It's just there, there's just too many too many funny things going on. Um, I was on Krylov last time. Honestly, I think I'm probably gonna be on Krylov this time. It basically comes down to when he goes for his first takedown <laughs> because he's a wrestler now. Uh, does he get guillotined? If he gets guillotined, he loses. If he doesn't get guillotined, he wins. Uh, and that's Pretty much how I see this fight going. Span does have a relatively dangerous guillotine. Like if I could pick a guy for someone to fight and wrestle and hope that they weren't going to get guillotined, Span is not the guy that I would pick. Um, maybe that means that sub at plus 600 is, is worth a shot here. We know that Krylov can be an absolute moron on the ground sometimes. Um, but I, I think he's going to pull this one through. Uh, Ukraine's on a hot streak right now, pushing Russia back. Amosov's actually good. Krylov's got to do something. Oh no, but Krylov's in. No, but on the Russian side, (laughs) yeah, Ukraine's back in control of that territory right now. That's fair. (laughs) So Krylov, he's Ukrainian now. (laughs) He's back in. Um, Anyway, going to be Krylov, but man, that uh, that spin sub is tempting. What spin sub one? That would be a big number. Span in sub one is 1,200. Does that tickle uh, your fancy? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. We'll see. Anyway, moving on up. Co-main event. Some big boys here. We got a a tall boy and a thick boy. It's uh, an interesting combination. The tall boy is getting thicker. You know, he's trying to do the thing where he 
eats a lot of horse meats and puts some meat on those bones. Uh, and the, the thick guy's getting slimmer. It's weird. It's, uh, you know, two heavyweights heading in opposite directions, if you will. Sean, Alexander Volkov, Alexander Romanov, only one of them spells their name right, but who wins? I, it's, this, is a, this is a close fight, I think. Um, really, what it comes down for me is, is Volkov going to be able to survive one or two takedowns? Romanov is, is probably going to get a takedown. He gets a takedown against everybody. Volkov, for the most part, has has decent takedown defense and decent, you know, grappling once it's on the ground. I don't know what the fuck happened in that Aspinall fight, uh, <laughs> but for for the most most part of his career, he's he's looked decent on the ground and and had takedown defense that's that's respectable. But Romanov is probably going to get him down, so he's got he's got to survive. I think if he does survive, you know, one or two takedowns, Volkov's going to take over. He's going to just pump that jab. Romanov's going to get tired. Um, Volkov might be able to get him out of there in, in later in the the third, or or sorry, early in the third or, or late in the second. But that sub early is is always going to be scary when it comes to Romanov. Um, I put a bet on Volkov. I got one unit on him. Uh, at plus 140. I thought that was a decent number. He's just got to survive early. Wesley? You're muted, Wes, sir. Amateur shit. Just pure amateur <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, it's a, this was a tough one for me because I, I, I like Romanoff. I, I've, I've been on Romanoff a little bit, but there's just some some things starting to, to worry me about him, man. Like, if if he doesn't get you down and out of there and he's starting to have a little trouble getting, getting him out of there. Like it's, he fucks around a little bit, gets tired, starts gassing. And man, he looks really, really bad when, when he's tired. So I'm, I'm kind of, kind of with Sean on this one that Volkov is probably going to get taken down, man. He rarely ever gets sub. Like he's usually very good off of his back. He'll even throw up subs and stuff. He's got okay takedown defense too. So I think he can make Romanoff even work for the takedown, um, survive around. And man, Romanoff is going to slow down. Like I know Brad said he's, he's trying to slim down a little bit, but man, he's a, he's a little pudgy fuck. Like he's a, not, I mean, it's heavyweights. Don't get me wrong. It ain't like it matters a lot, but it he does. went from like two sixty five to like two thirty five. He still man, still gases. He still gases his eyes out, man. Like he's yeah, that's true. I I I just think with this one, uh, one guy you're getting uh, an okay plus number on him, and. I just see Romanoff not being able to finish, man. Like, I think he's having problems finishing guys once he's going up and level a little bit. And when he can't, he fucking gasses bad. I know Volkov can go 15 minutes here, pump that jab, those body kicks, Volkov those. Like, if he lands a few of those on fucking uh, Romanoff without getting his ass taken down, like, that's – I like all that. So, small small bet on Volkov here. I, I still think it's a really close fight. And like Sean said – Romanoff could take Volkov down and pull some Aspinall off and get a sub. Like, who knows? But I'm going to take the plus money here uh, in a close fight. So I do have uh, a little bet on Romanov in this spot. Took it, I want to say, early in the week, but it's only fucking Tuesday. 
um, earlier in the week. Uh, it was still minus 118 at the time. So that means fucking nothing to anybody that's listening right now. Um, Fraud. What I'm kind of interested in is the the old draw line at plus 8,000 here. Because you've got the potential for an early Romanov 10-8 and then gas and lose the last two rounds. Or you've got potential that Romanov out-wrestles them for the first, like, eight minutes or so and then gets his ass beat in the third round by Volkov uh, after he gasses. So I, I think there's some uh, some serious draw potential here. Obviously, if I put a little bet on, on Romanov at the fraud price... Uh, then I think that he's going to have more success with the wrestling or maybe get a finish early on. Um, but if it extends out to 15 minutes, it is going to be a very interesting close fight. So uh, Romanov's the pick, but uh, Bet365 has uh, plus 8,000 on uh, on a draw. And there's a couple different ways that it can get there. They're also heavyweights. Could be a point deduction somewhere. Who knows? Somebody grabs the cage or some stupid shit. Uh, main event. Awesome fight. Bantamweight. Two very good Bantamweights. The snooze machine. The Georgian snooze machine. You know, podcast favorite around here. Taking on PD Yan. Uh, Sean, what's, uh, what's going on here with these two very talented small men? Yeah, this is this is gonna be a fun one. Um, Marab has an absolute motor on him, so I think he's gonna come out hot. Hopefully, Peter Yan kind of speeds up his uh, his you know settling into a fight because he does tend to give away the first round a lot of times. Um, if somebody's gonna be on you that quick, you you got to get in and get going. So hopefully that that helps him start the engine. Um, Jan's shown very good takedown defense. Marab's going to get him down. I just don't think he's going to be able to hold him down or hold him down for long. Um, Marab's not really a backpack guy. Um, I think that's kind of really the, the only way you're going to be able to hold down Peter Jan for long periods of time. And when it's on the feet, obviously Peter Jan is is quite a bit ahead of, of Davalishvili uh, on the feet. So, you always do have to worry about his his slow starts, but Peter Yon's a five round fighter, so uh, that gives him a little bit of, of leeway. But uh, hopefully, he gets gets in here quick um, because, yeah, like I said, if if, if it's on the feet, it's going to be on. Um, I think he he ends up winning a a somewhat wide decision, uh, even if he gives up the the first round, um, or he maybe gets gets Devalishvili out of there uh, after eating up those legs and. And punching him a bunch for four rounds or so. So, I uh, I put Jan in that Saeed bet. Uh, that's plus one ten for a unit. Wesley and George, that's uh, that's rough. Um, win a bunch of bets and lose money because of the <laughs> stupid uh, Shevchenko. I Please. tell you, Wesley, what you got in the main event? Yeah, um, Georgian Georgian snooze machine, absolute absolute number one. Uh, Number one podcast nickname of all time. <laughs> um, man, I I went back and forth on this fight. Um, I was thinking about Marab, um, the Yon slow starts. Look, I, I think I think Yon is losing the first round. 
Like, I, I think it's you, you should probably almost just count that one against you. Like, um, Marab is, is probably going to get a takedown early. Jan doesn't, I don't think he's got like this great takedown defense per se. Man, his scrambles and get up are insane. Like, you are not holding that guy down. I think Sean hit something important also is Marab's not really a backpack type dude. He likes to stay on top. And he more controls than does a lot of damage. I don't think that's good for him in this fight. Like, once that first round gets passed and Marab's done a bunch of grappling, the dude does got insane cardio. But, man, this is five. And we know Peter Yan gets rolling a little later in fights. Let him have that first. Like, he's probably going to get it anyway. Uh, make him work as hard as you can. And then Yan's going to get going. I, I think the the main thing for me to where I kind of switched is this is five rounds, man. Like, Peter Yan over five rounds is different. Uh, I, I don't think Marab can in, implement his game plan for 25 minutes on this guy. Uh, on the feet, this isn't close. We've seen Marab on his feet still. Like, he's made some fights fun here lately, and the reason why is because he's gotten clocked. You know what I'm saying? And he's had to, like, fight back from adversity and shit. That's the only reason they've been fun here lately. Um, Jan will box his head off on the feet. So I just think you're you're going to – you're not going to like the early part of this fight if you're on Peter Jan. Like, you're you're going to be – a little clinch, especially if he loses the first two, which is possible. It's very possible he loses the first two rounds. I just think in the third, fourth, and fifth, it's it's his fight. And I like him here. I, I kind of switched my pick midweek. Well, yesterday uh, I was, you know, last week looking at the fight, I was like a Mirab, but, you know, more I thought about it. And, yeah, I put him with Saeed. That's, uh, uh, that's the only parlay I'm doing with, uh, with Jan, though. I still think there's – you know, even though I, I switched my opinion, you know, thinking more about the fight and breaking the fight down, I still think there's a path for Marab here. Like, Marab could absolutely hump and wrestle his way to a decision here. He could get the first few rounds. But uh, I like Jan over 25 minutes, putting with Saeed. Um, yeah, plus money. Um, I I like Jan here as well. The, the last time I bet this dude, I literally – emptied an account uh and it, it hurt. stayed empty it hurt we, i think we i think we all did it fucking hurt that, that was that was rough uh but to me this comes down to partly the the matchup but a lot of how fights are being scored right now uh the snooze machine is going to have to hold yawn down or control him for entire rounds to win because if there's anything happening damage wise it's going to be coming from Jan. That's that's not the snooze machine's game. So here's how we're going to break it down. We've got you hit that snooze button once. That goes that goes nine minutes. So Marab's going to win the first nine minutes of the fight, even if it's by like a little margin. You know, hold him up against the cage. That bullshit that he did to Aldo that made him retire and become a crazy right winger, Bolsonaro <laughs> dude. Uh, that's all. That's all. That's all the snooze machine's fault, man. That's that's the snooze machine. That's not Aldo. Um, and then you hit the snooze machine the second time at nine minutes, and Jan's going to take over. And, and when does that uh, that snooze expire? Eighteen minutes is the three minute mark of round four. That's when Peter Jan's going to finally 
find the finish. Round four is like plus, I don't know, what we what we see in the uh, chat, 1,800, 2,200, something like that. Um, but that's, that's going to be the prop on this one. And Jan and Saeed Betts uh, is, is the parlay. I don't know how we all ended up on the same chalk parlay. That's, Ooh, that's having me uh, yank <laughs> on the collar a little bit, but the o- you know, we'll, we'll make it through. The only thing that gives me uh, a little hope for our chalk parlay that we're all on and a, I, a lot of people that we know are on is uh, I've seen some of the mushes that are on that are on Marab this week, and it makes me feel oh. a, a little bit better. It's time to time to start getting it back. We need it. Um, anything else we want to add on? Did anything like weird happen in MMA over the past week? We were actually talking about fights for once. It's crazy. It's good. Huh. Mm-hmm. We've got another pay per view next week. <laughs> oh yeah, what's that one? Uh... That's a, that's a good pay per view. The rest of the card is. Uh, oh, is uh, that one on early too? I thought yes. they were doing that at like an actual UK time. Yeah, well. Somewhat, I think it's a uh, like one p.m. start time, so it's it's early, but it's it's not crazy early. Okay, well, I don't mind that. With this shit, I think uh, you know we got a. Uh, I'm at a rock game this weekend, so you know the I next car is a nice motherfuckers, man. Eighty six, <laughs> man, killing me. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to see if that one's on sale as well. So the. Uh, the pay-per-view that I bought was actually through PlayStation and I don't even have a PS five. I've just got an old busted PS four and it was on sale for like 58 bucks or something like that. And the stream was, so if, if you're alive better, it's like 15 seconds behind the live stream, um, which is, you know, reasonable. You can yeah. still make that work if you're, if you're trying to bet. Um, but yeah, it was better than spending eighty bucks on it or whatever you would normally have to through uh, through ESPN Plus. So recommend if that's an option. Anyway, that'll do it for us. Somehow we're gonna keep it just under an hour and a half. Oh, there it is. I hear it. We will see you next week. Uh, we'll maybe tweet out a Munich for this week, but it's consensus Tyson Nam and a bunch of other shit that we agreed on too. We'll see you next week.